and welcome to Hell Ain't Complicated, a supernatural fan cast. This is gonna be a this is a wild one. Uh, my name is Claire, and with me is Bo. After a few weeks, hello. I'm back, bitches. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> oh my god, I miss talking to you. You're so much fun to talk to. <laughs> I am the best. <laughs> Who else can you scream about how much you hate John Winchester? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one else understands. Yeah. Oh my god. It, oh my god. And next week we're gonna start watching the uh, final episodes of season one, and that's where John Winchester's at his fucking worst, and then he dies. Ah, oh, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I too cannot wait to see John Winchester die yet again. But that's not what we're gonna talk about this week, now, is it? Yeah. This is. So, <laughs> you guys have probably heard, granted, this is going to come out a Saturday later, so, you know, we're going to be a little out of the loop. Sorry about that. We're doing some catch-up. Granted, this is still sort of in the making. It's just that Valentine's Day was the big thing for it. So, of course, we're going to talk about the Roadhouse Valentine's Day celebration slash Dean Cass wedding. <laughs> It's kind of hard to tell where the line... Th see, this is the crazy thing, is that it is both fanon, but one of them is more canon than the rest of the fan. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it is indeed bizarre. And that's what you uh, can come to expect on uh, Hell Ain't Complicated and Season 16 of Supernatural. This is literally Season 16 and this is um, season 16's um, Valentine's Day Spectacular. Yeah, just, oh my god. I feel like this is the mid-season finale, and then the actual finale of season <laughs> 16 is Jackals releasing the tape, or them just be, oh sit there the CW be like, all of you shut the fuck up, fine, they're canon, shut up, stop talking to us. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we could ever wear them down so that they would do that, but you can hope maybe someday one can dream one can truly dream that's all we're doing right now is just hallucinating together <laughs> one mass hallucination <laughs> folly adieu yeah <laughs> uh oh my god so oh my god where do we even start with this so you know season 15 ended we all hate it it's been three months since it happened and it ruined us all and Everybody's taking it their own way, but a lot of people are just like, if the CW is not going to fix it, then we're going to have to fix it. And eventually, Chad Lindbergh, who plays Ash slash Dr. Badass, he keeps signing tweets as DB, that's Dr. Badass. I kept getting confused because I'm stupid as shit. Mood. <laughs> so he and Samantha Ferris, who played Ellen Harville, Ellen Harville, they decided that they're going to start tweeting from the roadhouse and giving live updates on it, and they sort of have been over the past few months, just not really anything spectacular, but on, Fe what was it, February, like, 11th, in the past week, leading up to Valentine's Day, they're like, we're gonna have a Valentine's Day spectacular, y'all get ready, make some fucking noise, and everybody followed Chad Lindbergh and got him trending, <laughs> whatever. So, leading up to it, they're like, there's a big old line outside. We got a thousand handmade pies, suggesting it's from Dean, I suppose. 
I am assuming that time is weird in heaven, and that's how they can make a thousand pies or some shit. I don't know. Time and space are going to be weird, so you kind of just have to accept it. It's not explicitly stated at some point, (laughs) because Supernatural doesn't like to worry about time and space problems. Look, it's heaven. They can do whatever the fuck they want. If they want to make a thousand pies for Dean in one night, they can do it, I guess. Yeah, I suppose (laughs) so. So... Yeah, they're texting about having a big party and everybody is starting to be like, this is it. This is the Dean Cass wedding we deserve. It's happening. It's going to be this Valentine's Day. On God, this is it. And so on fucking <laughs> on fucking Valentine's Day, the those two were tweeting out all the stuff that's happening. They don't actually say that there is a wedding happening. They tweeted that Dean did show up for a minute they did say that there was a beige trench coat, but that's mostly it. It seems like the team free will was mostly out of it. A lot of celebrity, like dead celebrities showed up, like um, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Elvis Presley decked Ash in the face, um, some other celebrities that I have no idea that are presumably dead showed up. I think just a lot of rock stars showed up. They were just having a grand old time. So... Staying on Valentine's Day, people are tweeting, tumbling everywhere about the Dean Cass wedding, and it is happening to this day, today. And it was tr- <laughs> so many people were talking about it that it was one of the top tags in America, in Russia, and I think in another country. <laughs> like Incredible. Yeah, like, it got so big, it went over, like, a royal baby announcement. (laughs) Oh my god, there was a royal baby? Exactly! (laughs) (laughs) Whoops, what a way to find out. Uh, I know! This is certainly a way for me to get my information. Exactly! Live on this podcast. (laughs) It's just like in December, or you're just being- Or it's just like election night. (laughs) Oh my god. Don't fucking remind me of (laughs) mid-November. Yeah. And people were joking about the poor intern at Twitter who had to write <laughs> the, like, summary of the tag as sanely as possible, which read, um, Supernatural fans reminisce about Dean and Castiel's on-screen relationship and imagine what it'd be like if the two had a wedding. <laughs> just supporting. Oh <laughs> my just kept god. posting, like, the most tired people. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say that that is, like, the most professional and the most i i don't know like that that person i respect them so much (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious i have like five tabs open trying to keep track of all this (laughs) so going to today february Mm -hmm. 15th oh no so last night at towards the end of valentine's day he tweeted, something has crashed into the roadhouse. One half of the building is just gone. There are blinding lights all around us. I can't see anything. We are under siege and out of lava cakes. Ellen, Joe, anyone? Signed, Dr. Badass. Then above that is, please send help. We are under attack. Written in Enochian from Dr. Badass. What is happening? What is happening? Ash looks up to see a man extending his hand wearing a blue cardigan surrounded by white light. Adam Rose apparently saved... The Roadhouse, you unwittingly and single-handedly saved Valentine's Day at the Roadhouse tonight. Adam, thank you. Thank you, Adam Rose. I don't know who that is. 
One second, I am Googling right now. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, I, I'm going to keep going with the tweets. Um, there you have it. Heaven will never be the same. Half of the roadhouse has been obliterated. The pool table is up in flames again. I fought Elvis. Ellen vanished. It's going to take two weeks for a second renovation. But we had fun raising hell, didn't we? Just oh gotta wait God. for our St. Paddy's Day event at the roadhouse. We're only just getting started. Um, we are closed until further notice. A sign hangs, do not enter. Every door has been locked and windows barred. We will remain closed until we find Ellen. Looks around, oh god, in asterisks. Looks around and hops on a motorcycle. Dr. Badass rides into the dawn. Q, born to be wild. To be continued. And then, good morning. Samantha Fair Ferris tweets, Ash, what the hell? Found security tape of last night's blowout and came across this. Apparently he dropped in early for a beer before things got out of hand. Did you know about this? You see him. You tell him he's in for it when I get my hands on him. No greeting, no hug. And that's a picture of Dean. And Chad is like, what? He was there. Oh my god. Ash fighting Elvis. Um, Bobby went out for a smoke with uh, Prince. <laughs> like the Prince. <sighs> oh my god. Saying they're old pals. And that's where we are right now at 2 o'clock p.m., February 15th, I might cut in a little bit with things that have happened through the week up until this episode comes out. Oh, it's also e uh, Pacific time. It's uh, 5 o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. Okay, so this episode was recorded Monday, the 15th of February, before kind of a lot of supernatural shit happened. So I'm going to try and cover all of them here. Friday, which I am recording on right now. This little news section is Friday. Uh, the Creation Live Supernatural Virtual Fan Experience uh, was announced March 5th through the 7th with Jensen Ackles, Jared Padalecki, Misha Collins, Mark Shepard, Kim Rhodes, and Brianna Buckmaster. There is a lot of bidding for spots. It's very fucking expensive. There's a Q&A panel, pay what you want, top five tippers and supporters, win group video meetings with the actors of their choice or whatever. Uh, meet and greets, uh, also bidding. It's $200 for J squared and less than $100 for the rest. One-on-one -on -one chats, a chance to buy a two to three minute live chat with a guest, $80 for the women, hmm, and $359 for Jensen and Jared for like three minutes. Insanity. You can get themed recording messages from Jared for $299 and one from Misha for $199. And autographs sell for $45 to $129. I'm not fucking paying for any of this start. <laughs> I know it's my job as a supernatural podcast, but I'm not fucking getting into it. Sorry. Other news. I'm going to get to the Chad Limper thing. Give me a second. Uh, Felicia Day did a cameo where she congratulated Dean and Cass on their wedding, although she stipulated she started it with, I'm here in a non-canon way to wish you the most beautiful wedding. I think she understands what's going on and she's being very smart about it. I would hazard to say that she's maybe on our side, but she also, she has a history with fandom spaces, so she knows better than to not to wake the sleeping dragon or whatever. Um, so the fucking Chad Lindbergh and Samantha Ferris thing. Oh boy, I have a lot of thoughts about it. I might get into it next week or the week after because... I have to organize my thoughts about it. It's insane. But basically, Chad Lindbergh and Samantha Ferris, as mentioned in this episode, they have a Roadhouse Valentine's thing, and they did mention Demon Hunter Weddings a couple times. There is even a part where Chad replied to someone 
who said, oh, there's no desk. This isn't a desk style wedding. And he said, oh, sorry, you didn't get the memo. And yet, like the day after, like the 15th, the 16th, they both of them kind of backtracked or like, no, no, there wasn't a wedding. We never said anything about wedding. I don't know what you're talking about. What wedding? And it's not really in their place because they didn't start the tag. The tag was just inspired by the event they were starting. It was kind of a separate thing. I mean, I don't think it's fair that people were harassing them, but also I think they're pretty rude and <laughs> injecting themselves into somewhere they don't really belong and probably should stay away from. Supernatural fandom, they always say like, oh, it's the best fandom in the world. It's a fucking nightmare fandom. I don't know why we'd ever willingly try to <laughs> be a part of it, especially as an actor. Um, and it, the kind of heinous thing is that Chad was very clearly capitalizing on it by selling his fucking Etsy jewelry and trying to get 100,000 followers, which he did. And then when he started backtracking on the whole thing, like, oh, no, 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 they're not. This isn't a queer thing. This isn't a queer thing. It went back to down to like 97 followers. I unfollowed him. I'll say that. So it's complicated. I have thoughts about it. I will maybe get to them Sunday about how it's hard to say whether this is a both sides thing. But at the end of the day, just the Dean cast wedding was a fandom thing. And it was a momentous occasion for us to be happy and have fun and come together as a community. And they did not create that. We created that. And they did not handle it well, in my opinion. So it's complicated. The supernatural fandom is insane. But sometimes the actors are even more insane. That's where I'll leave this. Anyway, back to the episode. And that's it so far at this moment. Okay, well, I'm trying to find the tweet to see exactly who who was added. You said Adam Rose, because I'm, I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be the gay thing guy. He was my gay thing. Ah, uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> Wait, he, did his character die? I don't know. Probably. Um, yeah, because he was, was he really only in two episodes? <laughs> i'm surprised he was in more than one I, yeah exactly i was like wait i thought it was just the one i guess he comes back um for a later season what the fuck sorry give me one second because i've, yeah, I've no seen problem. this episode i'm just losing my mind because when was he in it yeah or was he like credited as like a writer or director or something else because if he was if he was in it oh my god he played himself in that episode i saw that episode how did i not anyways ignoring that so it was it was the gay thing guy that's what okay. he was talking about okay yeah because when I, when i googled adam rose like a wrestler came up and i'm like that's not the right person <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it might be <laughs> maybe someone from the wwe <laughs> crashed I their mean, party <laughs> it'd be pretty fitting i'm sure ash would have been excited about that <laughs> i'm pretty sure that dude is alive i didn't double check <laughs> Oh, I forgot to mention that Chad Lindbergh also used this as an excuse to sell his uh, Etsy jewelry. Girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> also, the WWE wrestler is alive, so he could not crash the party. I mean, but the other guy is also alive. I don't know. I, don't I think know. he's dead. I, I guess. Time is weird anyway. We can assume that he, he died at some point. Yeah, Supernatural probably killed another gay person while I wasn't looking. 
I wouldn't be shocked. Was he actually gay? I thought that he was just like, no, I just said that to get you leave me alone. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm confused. Wait, I thought, okay, I only saw the one episode where he's like waving at Dean like really shyly and then Dean is like can I help you you're being suspicious he's like oh no I'm just trying to hit on you I thought later in that episode he was just like oh no I was lying I was tailing you I just didn't want to get oh. caught I don't remember though <laughs> why not both I think it might be Porque both no dos. <laughs> exactly so yeah that's most of the tweets there are other mm-hmm. stuff but uh, some blogs are doing that for me, like the Desdale Daily uh, blog on Tumblr that I <laughs> use very often for this podcast. But uh, the other part of this whole thing, so 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 here's here's the here's the thing. So this this Roadhouse thing is season sixteen. It's not canon, but it's hmm, it's it's so peculiar because these people are involved with Supernatural officially, but they don't have any contracts to worry about anymore, I don't think. So it's also kind of like yeah. the same thing as what people say at panels. Like, you know how Jensen Ackles is like, yeah. oh, yeah, I think Dean uh, turned tricks as a kid to pay for uh, food. Well, that's not canon, but like... It is it's the actor close. and the person who knows the character the best. Like, like you can take it as kind of like semi-canon. Like, it's a, it's something that could work in the framework, but it is not technically canon. That's kind of what this is. Exactly. Yeah, it's like that weird line between canon and fanon. <laughs> like, oh my god, Th- this whole thing is supernatural. Has somehow like managed to outmeta Homestuck. I'm just saying. <laughs> Which is a pretty high bar. So there is this non-canon canon. <laughs> and then there's also the fan inside with all the people, you know, getting deep into the Dean cast wedding. And oh my god, so much. That is that is the highlight of this all. Because oh my god, people are having so much fucking fun with it. It was amazing. So like everybody is just coming up with headcanons for what ev- like all the different characters are doing during this wedding in the roadhouse between Dean and Cass. Yeah. It's so good. It's honestly my favorite part of this whole thing. Like, I do not give a shit about what's going on on Twitter. I just love how buck wild the fans are going, whether they're talking about, like, the actual wedding or whether they're just ignoring Dean and Cass entirely and talking about the guests. Yeah. It's all just so fun. (laughs) Oh, there was this one um, specific piece of art that somebody drew, and Dean is wearing... He's wearing a suit, but he is wearing his boots and a fucking bolo tie. And I'm just like, I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) Okay, I found it and I sent it to you. Um, It's Crystal Dye. Yeah. D-Y-E on Tumblr was the one who drew the little bolo tie. (laughs) Sorry, I I can't. I I have to put my phone down because if I I look at that little tie too long, I'm going to go insane. (laughs) I'm going to try to to link to as many things we reference. Some are going to slip through the cracks, I'm sure, because there were so many. A lot of people, a lot of people were talking about Crowley at this wedding, which is my favorite. <laughs> my favorite thing is like, listen, listen, I love the brokenhearted X angle. That's great. But let's be real. It was more of like... He was a fuck buddy for Dean that caught feelings, and Dean was a demon at the time, so did not give a shit. And then when he became a human, he gave even less of a shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Crowley is just crashing this wedding. I saw a lot of people talking about him singing Adele songs way too loud to like an uncomfortable degree, <laughs> which I love. My okay, my favorite of all this was Sam and Eileen on like crisis alert duty. <laughs> Just like, yes, just getting anybody who's ever fucked over the Winchesters, just, especially since they can sign language across the room, like, oh, peak, delicious. Mm -hmm. I also stuff stuff, like (laughs) Sam and Eileen, especially like trying to prevent anybody from objecting to this wedding because someone had to. A lot of people said Crowley. I just saw on Twitter people being like, hey, remember that? Cass is married to uh, Daphne when he was Emmanuel. He also died like like, three times since then. It's fine. Till death do they part. Yeah. (laughs) True. (laughs) Also, they are literally dead in the afterlife. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's fine. What happens? Wait, 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 wait. What happens if you get married in heaven and you want a divorce? Can you get divorced in heaven? Uh depends on which branch of christianity god is like like is he protestant or is he catholic okay let's (laughs) i also saw people talking about naomi showing up and like which i oh naomi is my favorite female character in all of supernatural so i was just like yes 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 she absolutely shows up in like a dior off the runway dress and is like yeah, I just, you know, I just had nothing else to do, so I might as well show up. Whatever. It's fine. Do you think Naomi effectively used <laughs> girl power? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, like, who is, I don't know, like, all the different wedding position people, but, like, okay, Jack has to be the ring bearer, right? Yeah, obviously. I think a lot of people were, like, cast talking to Jack, do not eat the ring. Please do not eat the ring. <laughs> <laughs> that's really cute but also the kid is god now i think he knows not to eat a pair of yeah. rings <laughs> i mean he could just kind of do whatever he wants he could just eat it and then just warp it out of his stomach i guess well if it's like baby jack like this like let's just go full a you would say that this yeah. is happening but not necessarily in heaven baby mm. jack would try to eat the rings Oh, absolutely. Oh, precious. <laughs> this little toddler coming down the aisle trying, and then there's probably like Sam or someone holding his hand like, no, no, don't eat those. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about babies at weddings. I know. I wish Jack was a little toddler. God, we all want it. <laughs> little terrible twos, Jack. He couldn't decide if he wanted to be the um, flower boy or the ring bearer. Oh, oh my God. Would Claire be like, a bridesmaid or the flower girl? Actually, Claire probably would be best man. <laughs> yeah, I think she'd be a bridesmaid slash best man kind of deal. Yeah, she'd definitely be wearing a tux. Oh, absolutely. No dresses, absolutely. Oh, who would be? Well, oh, Sam, duh. Best man, Yeah, Sam, I was just obviously. like, yeah, Sam is obviously Dean's best man. Like, there's no question about that. <laughs> yeah, I just forgot that siblings could be best man. <laughs> who was walking who down the aisle? I think someone said Claire would walk Cass down the aisle, which is very cute. I just think that's adorable. I think that's very sweet. I was going to say Bobby, but like everybody would be like arm wrestling to be the one to walk Dean down the aisle. It's not fucking John. It's not fucking John. It's probably Mary then, yeah? 
Mary. Oh, yeah. That'd be cute. That'd, <laughs> That'd be, be so sweet. sweet. It's like, hey, you're my mom. Okay, but like, mm. part of me is also like, Dean is like, I don't want to get walked down the aisle by my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like as if Dean would have like a normal traditional wedding in front of hundreds of people. Like, No, that's fair. That's probably like max 30 people there. Yeah, oh, that is, like, the tippy-toppity max. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, maximum, like, absolute limit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess with this whole thing, I'm pretty sure just Ash is going to be officiating. Legally speaking, I think he has to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What are other positions? I don't know anything about weddings at all. <laughs> I've been to two weddings in my life. Like, I don't... I know that there's um, the officiant, the bridesmaids, and the groomsmen. There can be a ring bearer or a flower girl, but there doesn't have to be. Yeah. But that's about it. Um, Well, there's ushers, but that's only for big weddings. And this isn't (laughs) going to be one of them. They're certainly not going to assign people seats. (laughs) (laughs) True. Oh, my God. I doubt it's even... They even have a dress code. They're just like, just fucking show up. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I know. I, I keep seeing people and like, oh, this is what Deanna Cass were like. They'd be wearing fucking flannel. Are you kidding me? I think me? they'd dress a little nicer, but like they would like, I want them to be wearing suits. But in my heart of hearts, I know that they wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, I think Dean would be dressed. He'd probably be in like his FBI getup. Cass is the same fucking outfit as always no question oh my god he just shows up in his regular outfit and trench coat that's so fucking funny what if he's just in his true form oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna bass boost whatever fucking whatever i just said because ah, of course oh my god i'm sorry you're gonna what I'm going to bass boost my reaction because you- every time somebody brings brings out true form, my own final form, like, just appears because I love talking about true form so fucking much. It's so I, good. I need you to understand it's pronounced bass. No, it's bass. It's I don't care. Bass. It's bass. Bass is the fish. All right. Well, I'm going to put some fucking flesh slap sounds in there, I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot believe you. It's bass. I don't care. Okay, anyways, um, yeah, true form Castiel, like a couple of interlocking rings and a thousand eyes and like 12 million wings. Yeah, and Dina's just like, oh, I can't not fuck that. Oh my god. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a second after that. (laughs) (laughs) Dean is just some guy. (laughs) He's marrying like a ball of light. (laughs) It's beautiful. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, just, okay, what else happens at weddings? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know they walk down aisles, at least one of them does. Uh, Then they say a bunch of words, and they kiss. Yeah. Yeah. All the fun (laughs) stuff happens at the reception, let's be real. Yeah, definitely. You cut the cake, you smush you smush some cake into your uh new spouse's face, you throw a garter, <laughs> and then like I know that like one of the traditional things is some the um bride is wearing a garter that the groom has to like take off of her, 
Like, yeah. I think sometimes it might just depends on the person. I think sometimes they're like, no, you have to do it with your teeth, which is weird. Yeah. And like, you know how the girls catch the bouquet? Well, mm. she also throws the garter and the men have to catch that and they put it on the person who caught the bouquet. <laughs> Yeah. We could make that a lot of fun. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, the amount of people trying to catch the bouquet. Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, but I saw something that I fully agree with. Dean launches the bouquet right at Sam's face. <laughs> <laughs> he can't not catch it. It's a hazard to him. And I also need Aww. somebody to catch the garter, and, and Sam is like, I do not want this person to put a garter on me. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I just want like Dean to launch the bouquet at Sam's face and Eileen just catches it perfectly. <gasps> Amazing. Oh, that'd be so cute. Now Sam is fighting people to get the garter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be so precious. Oh my it god. Would be. What oh my god, what is Charlie doing? <laughs> Char- okay, Charlie has to be like She's DJing. Yeah, wait, is she a DJ in canon? I, I don't like know. <laughs> I don't remember. I would believe it, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She almost gets kicked off of DJing duty after playing um, the chicken DS three times in a row. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> and Dean is also the whole time just like, there's not enough classic hard rock in this. <laughs> it's like, everybody's like, you can't play hard rock at your fucking wedding. Stop. Oh We're tired god. of it. <laughs> Cass definitely gets to play some Beyonce for fucking sure. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a singles ladies dance. Oh my god. For everybody. Oh my god. All the single ladies. <laughs> this is for all the si- all the single ladies have to get up and dance to it. Cass yeah. is like, I don't care that I'm not a single lady. I am dancing to it. <laughs> Crowley's either at the very back or at the very front of that. Crowley is crying while doing the YMCA. <laughs> oh my god. So, wait, wait, wait. Naomi is just like a wallflower until that. And like, I know she and Crowley had a thing. So Crowley definitely like brings her out. She's like, fuck this. They fuck did? you. I hate all of you so much. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I double checked. What the fuck? And after the crip scene, because you know I was watching the crip scene for like the fifth time this month. Of course, naturally. Yeah. And she's like talking to Crowley and Crowley's like, you remember our little dalliance at Babylon or some shit? And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, okay, whatever. Naomi's too fucking cool for Crowley. Let us be fucking real. I mean, I only ship Naomi with myself or Abaddon. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Kevin is doing whatever the fuck he wants. Oh yeah, Kevin should be allowed to burn the place to the ground and no one should be allowed to stop him. He can do whatever he wants. He really can't. Kevin is just like at the punch bowl, takes a drink, fucking smashes that glass at whichever Winchester is closest. Oh my god. And nobody is arguing with him. Everyone's like, all right, you can do, you can do whatever the fuck he wants. You can do whatever you want forever. He fucking earned this. This is fine. Nobody take it personally. <laughs> That's assuming Kevin even bothers to show up. Like, he gets yeah. that invitation and he's like, fuck these guys. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck true. them for real. <laughs> for realsies. <laughs> for fucking real. He deserves so much better. Oh my god, what other characters are there? 
There's like so many characters. Yeah. Oh wait, is <laughs> yeah. Dean's Amazon daughter in heaven since she's dead? Oh my god. <laughs> she shows up like, hi, like, okay, I guess we're doing a father-daughter dance now. Kid, I don't know. Yeah. Cass gets to have like a nice dance with Jack, maybe Claire too, and Dina's like, uh. <laughs> she's just like you're my father right aren't you gonna dance with me he's like fuck i guess i am <laughs> <laughs> this isn't how father daughter dances are supposed to go it's supposed to be the daughter's the one getting married but okay oh my god <laughs> <laughs> wait would benny be at the wedding sure why not <laughs> yeah fuck it he's here I mean, jack's god now he can make whatever I have. benny's definitely benny and crowley get together <laughs> Oh my god. And And Crowley immediately starts simping for him. And Benny is also like, oh shit. Um, didn't think this is gonna be something serious, my dude. (laughs) Oh my god. They're both just like sipping on their champagnes, giving fucking side eye to Cass, who just doesn't give a shit in the slightest. I don't think Benny had too much against Cass. I think he's mostly like indifferent, a little dislike, but Cass did not like Penny. Oh yeah, fucking loathes him, definitely. <laughs> I mean, it is sort of canon now that Benny and Dean were a thing. <laughs> yeah, they definitely fucked in purgatory. <laughs> Supernatural is a fucking experience. The more I think about all the shit that's happened with this stupid show since November, the looser my grip is on my sanity. Yeah, this is kind of like the tippity t- Like, this is like the mid-season finale of season 16. And the final finale would be the Jackal's tape or something <laughs> something that explicitly both-sided, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like this is, since that's never gonna fucking happen, this kind of does feel a little bit of like a last hurrah of the mm-hmm. Supernatural fandom. Like, after this, I can see it just petering out like this is as good as it's gonna get mm-hmm. let's all uh, granted i keep saying that and yet Destel keeps getting <laughs> keeps being made canon and yet so- <laughs> yeah dcl just comes back like i'm a bad bitch you can't kill me exactly yeah like a fucking year from now they're gonna come back and be like oh by the way uh we thought about it and yeah it's canon now happy happy anniversary <laughs> or whatever <laughs> like, yeah here buy some more merch like we're gonna start doing like fucking reverse kaiju (laughs) like it's farther and farther out but we're still gonna be like in our 80s in elderly care homes and they'll be like oh by the way it's canon again by the way we're making a reboot and we're gonna make a canon this time we're like fuck again i hope to fucking god they never reboot supernatural jesus christ yeah oh my god it's already bad enough that probably for the next decade or so, there's going to be a lot of stuff released that'll be definitely very influenced by it. Because let's be real, it was kind of a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> like, last, it lasted for fucking ever. There's no way that there's not going to be stuff that's released. So you're like, oh my god, this person watched Supernatural, didn't they? It's so... Supernatural is such a bizarre thing to be into. And... I mean, I'm from Washington. Everybody here watches Supernatural because everybody here is a fucking introverted nerd. We don't like talking to each other at all, period. Nobody likes talking to each other in Washington. And Supernatural 
everybody in fandom spaces knows about Supernatural. Supernatural is fucking big. It's a 15-year-long series with one of the, if not the most famous, non-slash-semi-canon male-male ships in the world. Like, I think I read that. Dean Cass has the most fix of anything on Archive on her own. What? I think so. It's definitely up there. 100% definitely up there if I'm wrong. Yeah, it's almost definitely in like the top 10. Yeah, easily. And it's just, yeah, it is like a huge cultural thing. But also, if you talk to anybody on the street and be like, hey, have you heard the word of Supernatural? They'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Like, I only (laughs) found out about the show through Tumblr. Before that, never heard about it. Completely up my alley. Never fucking heard about it at all. And it was at like season six by the time I joined. That is insane how that happens. Yeah. And then at the same time, the Dean Cass wedding was one of the top five trending tags <laughs> yesterday. It's so fucking buck wild. Yeah. Now that you think about it, that's kind of like wild. Yeah. And in Russia too. Like fucking Russia. What? Huh? <laughs> that doesn't seem legal. There? <laughs> Supernatural certainly is a show. It fucking is a show. I mean, that's why I make this podcast and I find the supernatural experience, despite all my fucking grievances with it, it's so fucking fascinating. That's why I still talk about this show in Homestuck like a full decade after I was into them. Because the experience of being a part of it and watching it all happen in real time is so insanely interesting. You could write fucking series of encyclopedias about it and never run out of material it's insane i mean we could just keep listing off characters and what they're doing at the wedding okay um i'd say john is the pinata yes (laughs) pinatas aren't at weddings but they sure made one for this yeah like he they did not plan for a pinata john just showed up and people started beating him with sticks so like absolutely (laughs) Oh, oh, you know who caught the garter? The garter? Who? Joe Harville. It's gotta be, right? <laughs> Joe catches the garter. That's so funny. A hundred percent. Becky my God. Rosen tries to take her out for it, but no, she, she catches it first. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be so sweet. God, I miss Joe so much. Oh my goodness. She was such a good character. Yeah. I know it's like the Dean Cashier was like, I wish Dean never kissed a woman. It's like, I know, I know, I know, I know. But Joe was way too young for Dean. Like, I know there's probably not that much of a difference, but it's still uncomfortable. It was really weird. Honestly, it's been a while since I've watched the episodes with Joe, but I remember feeling like it was forced. I'll have to get back to you once I get to those episodes again. Yeah, I'm going to be there too. I remember I was like, this is weird. I feel like it probably would have been a lot less weird if it was Sam. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, because they're definitely closer in age. And Sam kind of needed a little something, something. Yeah, because like Sam is what, four years younger than Dean? I think so, I think Joe was supposed to be a little bit younger than Sam. So like, she's in her 20s, I think. So, But it's still kind of weird because like, I'm 24 I couldn't date someone who's more than, like, three years younger than me, just because yeah. it, it would feel weird just because they're at a different place in their life. Like, my back is starting to hurt. I can't. <laughs> exactly. I have to be in bed by 9 p.m. Like, 
I can't hang out with a 19 year old. <laughs> yeah. And Dean is starting the series at 26. He's like 27, 28 when they kiss, if not older, like, ugh. like I know Dean has good chemistry with everybody. Oh, it's just, oui, oui. no, thank you. He's cursed that way. I honestly, like, I, I don't feel like it's like necessarily problematic. I just feel like I just didn't like it narratively. Yeah. Okay, I actually have a question for you, and it kind of is branching from this, because I'm also thinking of Eileen, and she didn't really get shipped with any- Well, in the show, they kind of try and ship her with Bobby, like, they imply that they had a thing, and I'm- Ellen? Sorry, I have the word Eileen in front of me, I got really confused. Yes, Ellen, sorry, sorry. Ellen and Bobby, it's implied that they had a thing, I think in some AUs, I mean, alternate universes in the show, (laughs) they do get together and stuff, but, I mean, it's also just like, can't she just- be a badass single mom. It's not that hard. Honestly, I like both. I like both options because I feel like older people in life finding love, especially someone like Bobby who lost someone he loved a lot, that's a very good narrative. Mm -hmm. But then also being a a single adult who is fine and happy in that is also, they're both very important narratives. Yeah, yeah. Like, both of them had lost... I think Ellen also lost her husband. Um, Yeah, yeah, she did. Okay. Yeah, so, like, both are very important. I also just think it'd be cool because they're both old, grumpy, like... Yeah. (laughs) Like, badasses. So, they, like, they would balance each other out. Like, they would take no shit from one another. They'd both be very different, probably, than the first original spell. So, I think that works. But also, both of them... Or either of them just remaining, like, single and friends. I could see it either way. I think both of them would be really good for their characters. Because from what I remember, they get along and they like each other. I don't think they interacted too much. Yeah. But, like, you could read it either way. That's why sometimes I, I really like nar- like um, narratives that show people where it's like they have a lot of chemistry and they like each other a lot. But... There's nothing ever explicitly romantic, but it's not a leap of logic to say that it could be just because of yeah, the chemistry. That's true. Like both are very good. Like then there's the ones that are super baity where they're super setting it up to be romantic. And then they're like, then they never confirm anything or they just like change the narrative and they decide they don't want to pursue that. That's different. Oh, and yeah. then there's, you know, straight up, like, queer baiting, where they have, like, two girls or two guys, and they're just like, oh, we're gonna make them be- do gay things, and then yeah. <laughs> call you crazy for thinking it's gay. But, like, mm. those those kinds of things are different than these legit, there is no textual basis necessarily for saying, like, yeah, in canon, I think they're in love, but the way they interact, you think they would be good together. That's, like, kind of how I feel about those two, I think, but... I really like those because it's like no pressure. It's not like, <laughs> I know this sounds weird, but it's like no pressure to ship it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no pressure to approve or disapprove of this pairing, but you think they would be nice together anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm just fucking realizing sitting here? What? Bobby is my fandom bicycle. I'm just realizing I kind of ship him with everybody. <laughs> Oh my god. Bobby Crowley. Bobby <laughs> Ellen. Bobby Rufus. Bobby Missouri is my new new favorite ship. <laughs> I ship Bobby with everybody now. <laughs> Give Bobby some love. Listen, if Bobby and Missouri ever got a chance to interact on screen, I would have lost my mind. For fucking- Oh my god, we absolutely deserve- They, they would like- 
you know, they have to, like, work together for the Winchester's sake. And then, mm-hmm. and they, like, definitely don't like each other. Missouri is kind of, uptight is a little bit too strong of a word, but she is very, she holds herself to a, to a standard, I think. And then Bobby is just kind of a messy bitch. And, like, they definitely don't really like each other because they're so opposites. And then it just slow burns together until they, ah, it's so cute. I want that so bad. I could definitely see that. I could also see it as kind of like, I also think that at first they wouldn't super get along because they're just very different in their approaches to things. Fortunately, Bobby is more open-minded than most hunters that you see who have yeah. been hunting for a while. So most hunters would either already be cool with psychics or be like, no, fuck that. Like, Bobby is like, yeah, sure, psychics, whatever. Yeah. But, like, I feel like they would butt heads at first, but then they would just like gradually grow to respect each other but that would be like a pretty quick transition at least personally that's how i feel but it'd be like respected yeah. colleagues and then grow to more and I'm, oh that would be <laughs> so good that'd be so cute that's like the thing about bobby is because you know he's the like liaison between all the different hunters he's kind of the hub and yet he's also a very grumpy very mm-hmm. secluded person and missouri has mm-hmm. psychic powers and she uses that to be like don't try any fucking games. I know what you're thinking. Just put it out there and we, we'll work from there. Because she is an amazing person. <laughs> Honestly, I love the very few like instances where you get to see... You know, like Bobby is the I love you in a gruff sort of way. Like you say something stupid and I smack you upside the head kind of person. Yeah. You know, just like, don't don't be a dumbass. Do this. Be safe. Like yeah. that's, that's like his mode of protection. Missouri, she is sometimes like that with the boys, but not as often. But I feel mm. like their dynamic, that would be her being like that to him. Like, oh, no, don't you fucking try this with me. Yeah. Because <laughs> she knows that, like, he would need to get that from somebody. Because <laughs> yeah. who is Absolutely. going to slap the person upside the head who does the slapping? Yeah. Of course, probably not, like, literally. But, you know, <laughs> icon. Oh my god. Okay, so I've also seen some headcanons about uh, the rings that the two exchange, and some people mm-hmm. have, well, uh, most people actually have said that like, Cass puts a little bit of his grace into the ring. What are your thoughts on that? Because I'm, like, I know everybody likes human Cass, but I honestly, I'm so, I really hate narratives where a supernatural being, like a mermaid, or I don't know, a unicorn, etc. has to just like give up their cool powers to live a human boring life like like fucking that's why i like mm-hmm. splash so much because who's the fucking is it bill murray or is it tom hanks it, it's some old dude some old white guy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> in fucking splash i love splash so much because this mermaid comes on land goes and hits on a dude and then he's like you know what fuck this let's go to atlanta she's like yeah they do that <laughs> like obviously if you fucking meet a fucking, <laughs> like, I don't know, a fucking harpy, fucking mermaid, fucking a selkie, whatever the fuck, of course you're gonna go with them! That sounds cool as shit! You get fucking underwater breathing powers, you can explore the entire underwater, you can explore places humanity hasn't been, but instead people are always like, oh no, I'm, I choose to be human, I choose... to pay my taxes and get a boring minimum wage (laughs) job because I don't technically have citizenship. And it's like, oh Oh my my God. God. So I'm kind of, 
that is romantic for Cass to put Grace into it and Cass becoming human is romantic and all that. It just doesn't jive with me personally. Where do you stand on that? Personally, I feel the same way. The best way the narrative would work if you want a human cast is it has to be like a result of getting out of the empty. Yeah. You couldn't get out of the empty with both Cass and Cass's Grace. That Yeah. It has to be a consequence of something else. Yes. That should have been how it all ended in the show. And I would have been cool with that. That is a beautiful little... Ugh. Cass has never shown a desire to be human. Exactly. That's the thing. It works for those other characters because they did actually want to be human on some level. Sometimes, not not all of those narratives do, do they yeah. want to be human. But like, for example, the Disney's Little Mermaid, yeah. she didn't just want the prince. She <laughs> wanted to be a human and be on yeah. land. That was her primary goal. So like, that wouldn't necessarily work as well for Cass as a character. Not to say that he wouldn't make that decision, because I could definitely see it being if the only option to be with Dean were to be a human, I could see him doing it. But like, I still don't think that's necessarily fair to him. Like, yeah, he exactly. Does love being an angel? <laughs> exactly. Like Cass is such a protector, and when he doesn't have his powers, he feels very useless, and he doesn't, and he knows how to use his powers for good sometimes most of the time <laughs> he also he loves humanity but he does not want to be a human it's not always even necessarily about like feeling useful because like that is definitely a big part of cast i feel like that's a little bit more to do with you know emotional baggage than yeah. <laughs> just liking to be useful but he likes having his grace and he has a hard time coping with um, reality and how humans and angels feel and experience it differently. I feel like, yeah, eventually he could cope, but it's shown that he does definitely prefer his existence as an angel. So I don't want to make him make that decision because we know in a heartbeat he would choose to give it up. And yeah, sure, that's romantic, but... <laughs> I don't want him to have to. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't only choose it just to be with Deed. Cass is his own person, and he deserves whatever feels right to him. <laughs> yeah, I want him to be happy. I just want him to be happy and whole. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, like, exactly. as cute as that is, to have, like, the ring have some grace in it, like, the only reason I would like it if he was a human, is if it was something where it wasn't actually like an active choice he had to make to be with Dean, if there was another reason he had to be human. Yeah. Plus, Dean has never really said that he wants a piece of that. He wants a piece of crazy, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, can I can I get some of that? But can you put it in some jewelry? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> having a wedding in front of five people he's not blood related to is already a lot. Mm -hmm. Having Cass do that is, he would just have a conniption. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the two of them would pr have some pretty, like, basic, understated wedding bands. You know, there's some decoration on it, but for the most part, they're they're pretty plain, but they're still beautiful. They're just nothing crazy, you know? I was thinking last night, you remember that Dean used to wear, like, a lot more, like, yes, bracelets and rings? Yeah, what if he just gave Cass that? Oh, my God. The fruity little bracelets and rings? <laughs> Listen, I would lose my mm. 
fucking mind if they had Dean still wearing their fruity little bracelets and rings in the later seasons. I wouldn't be able to handle it. Fucking wish. I'm still (laughs) mad about the necklace. (laughs) Never mind all the extra accessories. Like, oh my god. I guess sometime in like 2012 they decided no that's too gay for men to wear jewelry like fuck off yeah (laughs) jensen they got rid of it i mean narrative reasons flimsy narrative reason but they got rid of because jensen hated wearing it during um action scenes because it always be there was like the metal version and a like kind of rubbery version that was for action scenes but he would always forget to switch them out so the metal one would be hitting him in the face and hurting him and that's why they got rid of it i mean that's fair i don't necessarily think he had to keep the necklace the necklace was i mean honestly just put it in your shirt dude and then, like, you only have to bring it out when it's important. Like, I, d- I don't really give a shit about the necklace, but I wish they kept the bracelets. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The rings, I could see maybe why not. Because, like, I mean, bracelets, I guess, are too, but rings are definitely, like, a catching hazard. Like, they can catch on stuff. Yeah. So, like, generally, or the job that he does wearing bracelets and rings probably isn't all that safe. But, I mean, nothing Dean does is safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not like he has to worry about getting his hand and his ring caught in a machine. I mean, he already wears, like, loose fucking flannel to Mm -hmm. every fucking hunt. Like, this bitch doesn't give a shit. (laughs) He gives absolutely no fucks. What's your AU of the week? Because I know you're excited for it. I'm so excited. I am excited for it. Okay, because... Okay, in honor of Valentine's Day, which was yesterday for me... And my annual tradition of watching The Lake House. My oh AU my of the week is The Lake House AU. <laughs> Did I make you watch this movie? I think so, but also I drink a lot, so I don't entirely remember. I remember being at the beginning, I'm like, the guy who got hit by the car, that's definitely the guy from on the other side of the lake house, right? And you were like, yeah. fuck! Damn yeah. it! Yeah, like, in seconds, you fucking knew. It was insane. <laughs> I remember the first time I watched that movie, that was like a huge twist in my mind, like, whoa! But I was also like, I don't know, seven and stupid. That's fair. <laughs> I'm usually very stupid about movies, unless they're like some sci-fi time travel. <laughs> That I can usually catch on. <laughs> That's fair, because this is time travel for anyone who does not know what the lake house is. Basically, Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves, <laughs> they um, both had lived in this lake house. It starts um, with Sandra Bullock leaving the lake house the year is 2006. She needed to be closer to her job or whatever. I don't know. And on her first day, Valentine's Day, she's getting used to her new job. So she's on her lunch break, sitting in the plaza, and she sees a man get hit by a bus. And that shakes her because she's not able to save him. So she goes back to her lake house to visit, I think. And she finds a letter in the mailbox from a very, very confused person. Because she had left a letter saying, hey, I used to live here. Sorry about the paw prints um, that are on the uh, the sidewalk. They were already there when I moved in. Um, you can also ignore the box in the attic that was also already there when I moved in. Just wanted to let you know, this is my new mailing address. I did tell the post office to forward everything, but I don't trust those motherfuckers. So please send me my mail if you get any. Goodbye. <laughs> Basically, that's what she did. So... She gets a confused letter from someone in the who's saying he lives in the year 2004. Like, who are you? What are you talking about? No one has lived in this house for years. <laughs> and you got the date wrong. It's 2004. And then they both start, you know, kind of arguing back and forth. 
And so they basically, they keep exchanging letters that way. The only way they can send letters is by putting it in the mailbox, pulling up the, um, the flag. That's the only way that they can talk. And so, uh, they exchange letters. They get to know one another. They talk about, um, she really loves books. So she talks about all of her favorite books, the classics. And he is an architect and he loves architecture and the history of architecture in Chicago specifically. He takes her on like a light, a little guided tour. He like writes her out instructions and like <laughs> tells her little things. And it's so fun and so cute. They fall in love. And so it's just really, they try to meet up, but he doesn't show. And at that point, she's heartbroken and she's like, you know what? We should just give up. He's like, I- I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. I promise you, though, we should try again. I will be there. And like Claire said, uh, he can't be there because he's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but basically, like, she's just like, no, I can't keep doing this. And she stops responding. And so he tries to move on, but he remembers her telling him this story about seeing something terrible on Valentine's Day in chicago at this specific plaza and so in 2006 on um valentine's day he's like holy shit i am in chicago right now right by the plaza i should go there i see if i can run into her because it's been two years but he's still not over her yeah and that's like when he like goes and he gets hit and on that same day in 2008 she was at an architect firm and they were like okay this is what the renovations would do, blah, 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 blah. And it's it's the firm that he worked at with his brother. And she sees this um, sketch of the lake house that she lived in. She's like, who did this? He's like, oh, yeah, my, my brother. He, he died two years ago on Valentine's Day. And she fucking realizes, oh, holy shit. That's the dude I've been talking to. He's the one who died. And so she ends up going back to Lake House and like frantically writing him a letter he apparently got the letter and decided not to um go see her and so um he shows up they kiss and i guess they get together because it's where the movie ends and honestly i think that that would be a very very good au especially like dean's character would do really well as sandra bullock's character because of the way that she acts and also like she she talks about all these books she reads like dean would definitely love to talk about books and movies and all of that shit Cass would probably not know any of that (laughs) <laughs> Cass would would probably take him on some guided tour of let's let's say Cass really really loves nature so maybe it's something more along the lines of like a nature walk or something I don't know I just think it'd be yeah. like really really I think it's a very good AU and it actually fits their characters surprisingly well yeah I mean <laughs> Cass fucking di- dying on his way to prove his love is very very on brand unfortunately very incredibly on brand Dean just shutting down all communication and refusing to talk at the hint that he could get hurt is also very on brand yeah <laughs> god fucking romances where there's like a supernatural thing or just like some crazy thing is happening but it's always the background to the romance Mm -hmm. is so fucking good that's how you do it that's how you fucking do yes it's so funny it's it's hilarious because in the movie sandra bullock is trying to explain to her mother what's going on she's showing her the letters and she's like he sounds like a really nice guy blah 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 she's like mom read the dates did you did you not look at these letters did you not read them she's like oh that's just a detail Oh my god. And she's like, a, de- a detail? <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I'm like, you go, mom. 
Like, that can't be Sam. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, that's probably Sam. And that's not fucking Sam, because Sam would see that first and be like, what the fuck is happening here? I need to solve this now. Exactly. It's also funny because um, Keanu's character had background family drama. Like, his dad and his brother work at the same architect firm, and he, he hasn't worked with them. And it's, like, implied he hasn't talked to either of them in a long time. Mm. His younger brother doesn't super get along with his dad, but he's like, I gotta work with him and I do love him, but he's an asshole. Yeah, that's really good for, like, the angels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like that would be good. Um, I, I like the, the little sibling dynamics. There's not too much um, content of Keanu and his brother. There wasn't too much of them interacting, but there were a few scenes where they were together, and it was it was nice. I liked seeing that, and then seeing um, him kind of reconciling with his father. His father dies, blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's why it makes such a good AU, because then you could really write in the sibling, sibling dynamic and how it fits in. That, oh, that's why fucking fanfic AUs are so good. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So that is my AU of the week, Lakehouse AU. Oh, love that. My AU of the week, I've been dying to talk about it, is a Little Shop of Horrors AU. Little Shop of Horror might be my favorite musical. Granted, I haven't watched very many, even though I love musicals. So just fucking, I have a playlist for each character, team for- I need to make a Bobby playlist. Yes. Write that down for me. But <laughs> I have one for Sam, Dean, and Cass. Of course I do. And I- we just watched Little Shop of Horrors, like, a week, week and a half ago, something like that. And just, like, Dean as um Audrey and Cass as Seymour, they're in love. Dean is probably in a relationship with, like, Crowley or Benny or someone who's not Endgame, you know? And I have a Leviathan playlist, too, and I put in um a Mean Green Mother from Outer Space. I put that on my Leviathan playlist, and I want this AU to basically be, like, what if a Leviathan, like, comes from a crack between dimensions or whatever, and Cass slash Seymour finds it and starts taking care of it, and it keeps, you know, it's a Leviathan. It just wants to eat and eat and eat and eat. And in the, in the Sayu, instead of a flower shop, it's like an aquarium shop or something, you know? That would be so cool, like an exotic pet store or something. Exactly. I think that works pretty well. And so he just keeps feeding things his blood and then people to the this leviathan oh my and gosh suddenly seymour is such a just imagine fucking dean he's gone through so many hardships and he's gone through so much and then suddenly Cass is so standing beside me <laughs> For sweet understanding, <laughs> Cass is right there. God. I mean, Summer is Grand, I originally put it on the Dean playlist because Dean very clearly, I mean, granted, I am, I have that brain rot, so <laughs> everybody who's a Dean girl is like, Dean just wants to live a normal life and be happy with his family and settle down. And I ended up switching Summer to Green somewhere that's green to Sam because that is very, very season one Sam. That is oh, so that is season one Sam. Incredibly Sam. Dean wants it but will never acknowledge it, even to himself. Yeah. Sam has been actively fighting for it. You know? Yeah. So like maybe in this AU, like they're still brothers and and like Sam is maybe like a bit younger and Dean just wants to get him out of Skid Row so bad and 
he's just like, I just want to live somewhere with my brother, somewhere that's green, somewhere that's safe, and he can be happy, and maybe I can be happy too. And then Cass is right there, standing beside me. <laughs> and then the Leviathans eat all of them and eat the entire world. Oh, Amen. No. <laughs> no! So terrible! Uh, I mean, I know it makes more sense, but I hate the bad ending. <laughs> I mean, there's multiple endings. You can choose yours. I just like the bad ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has been Helen Complicated. Uh, I'm Dupless on Tumblr, Dupless27 on Twitter, Dupless everywhere. Bo? My name is Bo. Do not find me. But if you want to summon me, you have to get um, like uh, eight to ten of your closest friends. You got to get in a circle. Then you're going to want to put your right foot in and your right foot out and your right foot in. And uh, you're going to want to shake it all about. <laughs> and you'll do the hokey pokey and turn yourself around. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> Um, you can find this podcast at Hell Ain't Podcast. Wait, yeah. Hell Ain't Podcast on Twitter. Hell Ain't Complicated Facebook. Hell Ain't Complicated everywhere. Whatever. Um, and lastly, Misha Collins, please come on the podcast. Come watch some fucking really good rom-coms uh, with us. Yeah, we're going to have a fucking rom-com marathon. That just sounds, oh my God, that just sounds so fun. I just want to have a rom-com marathon now. <laughs> Listen, I love rom-coms. I love them so, 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 so much. I will give you the trashy, shitty ones. We will do, like, the quality, like, chef kiss, like, top tier ones and everything in between. Bo and Sandra Bullock fuck got, fucking got us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have a great day, everybody, and carry on, my wayward kids. Excuse me, I have a burp. Get out of here. Get out of here. Are you patting yourself on the back like a baby? No, I'm patting myself on the on the chest to get the burp out. <laughs> You're burping yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. I love you. <laughs>